Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast. NBA, baby, we back. Max. It, it's been a while, man, but I feel like when the Lakers are really sucking, it's hard for us to talk about basketball in front I of mean, people. I mean, we suck. Like, we're <laughs> fucking terrible, bro. But How are you today, Juan, though? I am fantastic. I'm doing great. Besides the Lakers getting their ass kicked, I'm all right. We suck, by the way. Just I want to <laughs> reiterate that. You know what doesn't suck, though? Max Wancat. We don't suck around here. We don't fucking <laughs> out here getting beat by the freaking Raptors. Getting blown out. We don't lose the, Suns? the fucking Rockets in OT. Oh my Did we get God. beat by the Suns today or the Raptors? No, the Raptors. Well, we got clapped Raptors. up on the Suns uh, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. So many losses, I can't count. But... If you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If you guys are generous and love us, which you guys probably do, hit that like button. Comment down below. And if you guys are already subscribed, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Audio listeners, we love y'all too. All right. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys get your podcasts. We love y'all. Subscribe on there. Five-star rate us. Do what you got to do. Do the right thing. Max, go ahead and lead the fucking ship, dog. Where are we going? Look, the reason I wanted to talk, man, was, was one, we've been a little neglectful of the NBA. We weren't really around that much. There was some personal drama, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I just want to kind of go through some of the contenders, man. We're not going to talk about every contender. We're not going to get the most detailed out there. But I think it's time we just see what's going on in the league. And let's just get this sorry-ass team out the way so we don't have to talk about them anymore. For the rest no. of the show. How's that? Let's try to keep the Lakers up just to one thing. No Laker tangents about how everyone's beat our ass, including look, everyone. let's just let's just fast forward. Look, the, the regular season is gonna end, Max, and most likely the Lakers are gonna be either the ninth seed or the tenth seed. And I'm guessing they're gonna be the ninth, and they're probably gonna have to play the what Pelicans in the play. Yeah, we'll game. play the Pelicans, get it, then we get a chance to play the loser of the seven and eight game, but right. Like it's great content. We love doing Laker playing games. You should go watch <laughs> that video. We had a hell of a game last year. Yeah. This Laker team is so freaking bad. I'm so tired of it. I feel like a broken record. That loss to the Rockets. Juan's tried to sell me a bill of goods about how AD comes back. There's Curry Draymond's here. There's Chris still Paul's a chance. Here. Shut the fuck up. Shut there's, up. There's shut shut. There's, shut. We can still lose no, all these no, games. Stop. Stop talking. Don't tell me about having a chance. We're 9-22 and 22 on the road. 2-8 and eight in our last 10. Our second best player is who right now? Um, Austin Reeves. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. That, that's how bad it is. And I want to talk about something real quick that no one's talked about. Russell Westbrook's a disaster. 
That's cool. What the f happened to Kendrick Nunn? We haven't seen him all year, and there's no freaking return date in sight, dude. Hopefully, he returns with AD. He returns with AD, dog. Look, uh, (laughs) I want to see AD first before I pack it in. I know we suck. I know we suck. I want to see AD. Okay, I got one more fucking, you know, glimpse of fucking hope. That's it, AD. I want to see how he looks. It doesn't matter how many games we lose. We're locked. I, I like we're locked into that ninth or tenth spot. We're gonna be in the playing game, and AD's gonna come back, and maybe LeBron. You know, he did. You know, let's talk about the positive. Fifty points. You know, he is thirty k, ten k, ten k too. That's pretty awesome. Shout you know what I mean? So. So look, I wanna I wanna see AD. We suck. Yes, I do understand that. I wanna see AD though. And if he's dominant and him and LeBron got that duo going on, that pick and roll going on, we have a shot. And I feel like we match up well with a bunch of teams. The bad news is as we transition, those other teams are really fucking good because the three teams that they're gonna have to wind up playing, most likely. Is either the Suns, the Grizzlies, or the Warriors. And newsflash, Warriors tonight finally got back Draymond. So that's wishful thinking. They're probably going to get back on track with Draymond. The Suns, they're missing probably their most valuable player. Oh, wait, he's probably not that valuable now because they've been doing just fucking fine. And the Grizzlies with John Morant, I mean, we're seeing literally Derrick Rose fucking MVP type season from him. But the but the thing is, is like the Grizzlies are still very fucking good besides John Moran, but no one talks about them. <laughs> Who would you say are the real contenders of this conference? I would say the Suns, Warriors, Grizzlies. Man, I don't think there's any. I don't want to say the Jazz. Jazz are a step below. I really like Denver just because how fucking amazing Jokic is. Well, Their like, team you know is what? just not let's that good. Let's throw them in here for the sake of conversation. Let's, let's start with them. If they get back MPJ, wishful thinking, and Jamal Murray, who everyone's saying coming back, and I yeah. understand, dude, it's it's tough when you're gonna say, "Hey, you just tore your ACL. We need you out there to play in the toughest games of the year." Right. Can't really expect and expect to them to be Bubble Murray. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And well, actually, just three down, three one Murray in the bubble would be more specific. Yeah. But it's just kind of tough to ask that of a guy. I wouldn't want to ask that of anybody. But Jokic is the best player in the West. He's arguably the fucking best player in the league. Fuck the and West. I feel like he you he can't really be solved. I know they had a really tough stretch. I think they played like six games in like nine days, and the Warriors got him. It's like the regular season's a grind. This guy doesn't have any help. I know Aaron Gordon's there, Monty Morris. They have some solid pieces, but when you're missing two out of your top four players, it's real tough sledding, man. But they've continued to impress me, and this is what's pissed me off about I don't want to say the team name because I, I said I wouldn't mention them after this, but the teams we're talking about, they freaking play hard one. They're young. It's like, damn, they're just going to – like the Grizzlies are going to be good next year. A certain yeah. team who sucks, we won't name, yeah, is going to probably be bad next year. And just There's so much uncertainty, and it's with all these teams, it's certainty one. It's like, damn, yeah. they're good. They have building blocks. How about this, Max? Until they – if they win the playing game, that's when we can say their name. For now on, we cannot say that bad team's name. We can't mention them. 
Okay. Can we say that no podcast is preceded by F? If it's preceded no, by F, no, man. not at all, not at all. That team that fucking sucks. We can say that. Okay, <laughs> I'm down. Okay, so we we I just talked about the Nuggets. You want to add anything before you go to another team? Loki, you know how I like to fucking you know uh, crisscross sports. Am I crazy for thinking that like Jokic is kind of like Josh Allen? In the improvement standpoint, like this is the guy you call the fucking hog at one point. Like, He's still a hog. <laughs> I meant it like in a good way. Like if I needed a ninety center, I'd probably pick Jokic or Embiid. Yeah. Like them boys are but, just like hosses, bro. They're big. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy the improvement that he's done. Like he's come a long way, man. He's he's never gonna be the guy that's like, damn, don't go, don't attack the basket. There's Jokic, but yeah. he's made vast improvements. There's no denying <laughs> that. Like there was times where I was like, this, this guy didn't get played off the effing court. And I would say in the bubble, AD kind of kicked his ass, but maybe that's just the whole Lakers thing. But yeah. hey, I didn't say a team. I said a player. I said a player. I said a player. <laughs> Don't try to play me like that. Oh, no, I said it. Fuck. You said it. I was oh, about sorry. to say it. I was like, are you was the old team? That's the old team. I can talk about like the Showtime Lakers. I can't talk about this piece of shit team that there is now. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was bad. Edit that out, but it's like I what I love about Jokic one, it's just like we can throw a double team at him, we can try to trap him. It's like I'm seven feet tall, I'll throw the ball over you, kind of like Josh Allen. It's like, damn, okay, you're all yeah. you push my center into my face, I'll just freaking throw it over him, no problem. Yeah, it's crazy, it's it's crazy the amount of improvement he has done. Cause I remember you, you specifically telling me about him. You're the first thing you said to me was like, "Dude, this guy's like really good. He has like really good potential on the offensive side." But I fucking hate him on defense. And me and you, we're just you know, as basketball fans, we like two way players. Like we just like guys that play both ways. And you're like, bro, like it's not even that he's bad as far as like his technique or something. It's just like. He's a fucking hog. He's out of shape. Like it's just, he it's can't just play defense. Like he ain't never gonna have a forty-inch vertical to like contest shots at the rim. Yeah. But I'll never forget one what Pat told me, and you know Pat, whose yeah. cousin played Shout on Denver, Pat. was in the league. He was watching Jokic and practice, just cooking up, just like killing everybody. He goes, "Damn, who is that white boy?" And his uncle goes, "That's my nephew." Or his brother goes, "That's my brother." He's like, okay, okay. And he's like, this guy's going to be good, dude. I mean, straight up. Remember, like, all the memes when he won MVP of, like, him without his shirt on? It was just, like, the little kid memes. Yeah. Like, it's just uncanny, dude. And it's just it's just special to watch him play. Like, big men aren't supposed to do the things he does. Like, we could talk for an hour about how good Jokic is. Mm -hmm. But, like I said, he's the best player in this conference. And kind of – yeah, and, you know – they, I'm pretty sure they they beat Philly tonight, right? I believe they did. So that's what I'm saying. So like when when LeBron was the best player in the East, it was like whatever team he had had like had a chance. Yeah. Does Jokic give this team a chance to be oh, a yeah. contender? In- yeah, yeah. He's that good, and it's a shame because one, he's a center, and two, he's not the best personality. Which I think he does have a great personality. Like if you dig deep, it, it's kind of like the Giannis thing, you know, like Giannis. I don't think people knew how to like advertise him, but Giannis is a character. Like Giannis is funny. Like, you know, he's he's a cool guy. Same thing with Jokic. Like, he likes to joke. And but they're mean though, too, in a sense. Like when Markeith Morris like touched him up, yeah. 
Yeah. Jokic knocked that fool out for like five months with like a spine <laughs> right. bruise, which isn't right. But hey, yeah, you hit him first, bro. Don't turn your back. That's all I'm gonna say. But yeah, most definitely, man. Like he's he right now is easily a top three player in the league. Right now, if I had a gun to my head, I'll probably say Jokic, Giannis, and there's Durant. a guy that Katie, Katie. There you go. Yeah, right. Those so, three guys. Out of the Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors, Nuggets. Nuggets are in the like the least like faith you have in them just because of the injuries, or you have more faith in them than other teams in that. Like, I just I, I I gotta see it with Jamal, like you said. That's that's what scares me. You know, I I don't really like their team as a whole. If that like when it comes to the playoffs, you gotta have at least two guys that can get a bucket on like at will, and that's what well, we kind of saw good. last year too in the playoffs. It's kind of like damn, right. you just don't have enough right now. Exactly. And the Warriors, and sometimes. Sometimes you need that third guy, like with the Bucks, like Drew Holiday was that third guy at times. Yeah, exactly. Or, and yeah. Well, I was gonna say with the Warriors transitioning a little bit into them, it's just they have Curry, they have Poole, who can kind of get hot for stretches. Clay Thompson, look, I know he went off against the Bucks at 38, but let's still pump the brakes because he hasn't been good. And that's that's not a criticism, that's just a fact. And it's hard to expect a guy to recapture his form after missing two years of basketball in just a couple months. And you mentioned if you get anything positive out of clay this year, it's just like, damn next year, watch out. Yeah. And I think this Warriors team is good. It's going to really depend on Draymond's health, especially when you have a back injury, you're going to be a little scared, especially Draymond who's six, seven is a six, five or something. He's battling against seven footers and this team has no size. They kind of should have probably traded for a big, but they still have ice uh, Wiseman on ice. Yeah. I think you, you mentioned he's not coming back, though, right? No, he's not going to come back. He would have been back. You mentioned Jordan Poole, Max, and he's a really great player. And he's one of these guys that has just massively improved. Clay's taking away minutes from him. Let's just be real. Like, at the cost of trying to get Clay back, he's kind of taking away minutes for Jordan Poole. Like, it's less time for him on the floor. And I think right now, safe to say, I rather have Jordan Poole on the on the floor rather than Clay. But you say that one, and then Clay's like, "You think that, bro? Fuck you." Here's forty. Yeah, thirty-eight. Yeah, as I'm saying, <laughs> Clay Clay's greatest skill has never been his offense. It's never been. Well, I guess his shooting goes into it. It's been, hey, when I get hot, I'm hotter than maybe anybody in NBA history. Yeah. When I want to score in bunches. It's 60 points in three quarters. It's 40 and a quarter. Yeah. And that skill is so unique. And when it comes out, it's come out in big stages. One like game six in OKC on the 2016 playoffs. They were down 3 1. A good nickname for him will be like the ultimate like monkey wrench. Like he just throws a fucking monkey wrench into the fucking game. I like just like, uh, it doesn't have a ring to it, but it's a good nickname, (laughs) I suppose. But this Warriors team, like, it's weird. Like I was saying, it's not like that piece of shit team who plays in the West. Also, they're good right now. And it's like, hey, we just had the ninth pick. We have this guy named Kaminga who's just some, like, 6'10 wiry dude who can run and dunk and jump. It's just so fun. That we can play small ball with. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's like, hey, we have the second overall pick in last draft who still might be very special down the road. Right. Uh, I I don't trust them. Uh, I I need to see them with Draymond. It's hard to see that. That's that's the biggest component right now. They let's just be real. Draymond's been out since what early January. And they have not been the same. Flat out on defense, they've Steph is so 
so good on offense. I'm not taking anything away from him. But when they don't have to worry about the other end of the floor because of Draymond and all these other pieces and a guy that can quarterback it, they they just don't look like the same team. And the team that we've seen from the first half of the season and probably a little bit before January, before Draymond got hurt, we haven't seen it. Like on the defensive end, they have not been the same. So th- well, I don't I don't have much faith if Draymond's not healthy. Well, I'll wrap it up with this one. Steph Curry, as great as he is on offense, isn't a true point guard. Even in Davidson, it was a guy who runs off screens, attacks downhill. He's really more of a two in a one's body. And with Draymond Green running point, it just unlocks him to be explosive Steph, Steph that's going to get 40 in three quarters. No. And with him coming back, like you said, we'll see. They're definitely in the talk. But they have something to prove. Whereas the Suns and the Grizzlies, we can get into them real quick. They just continue to be wood chippers to any team in front of them. Yeah, I mean, they're complete, man. They're complete, and they've showed it without Chris Paul. And I think last year, them missing Chris Paul for the Lakers series and multiple games for other big, big, huge games. And I know in the Western Conference Finals with the Clippers, like Kawhi was out too when Chris Paul was out. But still, they still had to play big games without him. And I think that was the best thing for them, man. And it showed this little stretch without him because they're just on a roll, dude. They don't miss a beat. And come playoff time, it's I I can't see really anyone in the West until proven otherwise that can beat them. Like, I have faith they can beat the Warriors, and I have faith they can beat the Grizzlies. Now, the Grizzlies, on the other hand, they're at that little baby stage right now. Like, they're good. Don't get me wrong. Like, Jaron Jackson, your boy, has kind of answered the bell. Like, I really like what he's been bringing to the table this year. But let's be real. They're young as fuck, bro. They're babies. Like, I don't expect them to go to the Western Conference Finals. I, I see them second round at most. Well, last year they went to against Utah, really without yeah. JJJ. And they kind of gave Utah some fits. Ja had like a 40-point game. They knocked off the Warriors in the playing game, who everyone picked the Warriors. This team's been a little battle-tested, but it's different now that it's like you're the top dog. It's like, hey, now teams are going to try to come at us with that hunger and try to kill us instead right. of maybe taking us a little bit for granted. And the way it's going to go down, if they play the Timberwolves, who have been surprisingly competent throughout the year, I would say that'll be a fun series. They should probably win that. But then they get matched up with a team like Utah or maybe Dallas. It's like, shh, I don't really want to deal with them. Man, maybe Dallas it's the been Utah on you do because the Gobert just a liability in all facets. Go small ball right. with Jaron Jackson. But Ja, he took a leap this year. He's propelled them just like Chris Paul propelled the Suns last year. And both these teams are just complete teams. Like, man, we have 10 guys we can throw out there. There's no one on their team. It's like, oh, that guy has to play 15 minutes. Right. Right. It's just, damn, that guy's really good. Cameron Payne's really good. JaVale McGee, solid backup center. DeAndre Ayton, maybe the perfect big in basketball for what they use him as. It's like, hey, you need like a all-star at his role or a superstar at his role of, hey, I'm going to shoot 90% from the field because all I take is little dump-offs. I'm going to hit the offensive glass hard. And then sometimes I'll shoot my little mid-range jump shot. Yeah. It baffles me when people don't realize this dude was the first pick in the draft as Bill does. Hey, this guy can score in the post. He can be unstoppable. But they don't use him like that. They're like, hey, just do all that dirty work for us. And then when we need to, we'll like pencil it in for you. 
And without Chris yeah. Paul, DeAndre Ayton's answered the bell just like Jaron Jackson has. Yeah. And it's it's going to be interesting to see what the Grizzlies point with their coaching. Let's see how many guys do they do play in the playoffs. Do they stick to their guns and they play a full road, like eight man rotation, or they're going to wind up following the lead with playoff time. The good teams, at least they shrink down to what max seven guys at the most. It's usually about six guys. I would say about seven. And if you really get into it, maybe games two, one through three, you'll bring out that eighth guy. But yeah, the one thing that's cool about the Grizzlies and the Suns is, hey, it's like, hey, do we need bigs right here? All right, JaVale, you get in for 15 minutes. Hey, we need to go yeah. small. All right, we're going to bring in Jay Crowder and Cameron Payne and Cameron Johnson, Torrey Craig, yeah. whatever. They always have these guys that can just – they can match everything. Instead of, like, teams who suck and their ass can only play one di- one way, really. Yeah. And obviously you're talking about the Suns, but uh, you say Grizzly, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, I mean, both teams, though. It's like, okay, we need Brandon Clark to play small ball five. We got it. It's like we can match whatever they're doing. We can make them play like us. Just have a bunch of tools on their tool belt. It's like, man, we have to build a shelf. It's like, okay, we have a million different tools. And what teams are like, all we have is a hammer. How do we do this? It's just like that. This is how I feel, man. Like that team that sucks. (laughs) Yeah, whatever that team's name is. Uh, let's move on to the east. Let's give well, a couple before we do. On can I say east. one quick thing? Yeah, can I say one? I just wanted to hit on the Timberwolves just for a second and get your thoughts. I know Cat had 60 today, but dude, yeah. they're 40 and 30. We both took the under on them. How's do you feel pretty dumb right now? Not really. I mean, um, it's about damn time, it's about damn time with Cat because we thought the only way that this team was going to be good was if a second-year player in Anthony Towns took that next step. And that's why we picked the under. We're like, most likely that's not going to happen in year two. Even yeah, John Moran. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and. yeah. Oh, uh, I thought you said Anthony Towns. I was like, who's that? The no, no, Ant. no. Yeah, no, Ant. he's been good. He's fallen yeah. off a little bit because of an injury the second half. But I'm excited to see what that team does in the playoffs. Like you said, it's about damn time. You pulled your big boy panties up without Jimmy Butler. Yeah. became a winning franchise. They bought into the coach, Chris Finch, I believe. Yeah. And it's just it's working out. I got to give them their props, bro. They earned their stripes for sure. Yeah. Shout out to the Timberwolves jersey I always be wearing. Shout out to KG. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your stupid face. Right, let's go to the East and hit some of the teams. Uh look, I most hated player that I can remember not because he plays for a team that I hate. James Harden I fucking hate James Harden. <laughs> He's I hate him. I really do. And I I can't think of a player. It's because how good he is. Like I just I don't like him. I hate I hate his facial expressions. I hate the way his body language is. Like everything about the guy. The fact that he quit on two teams. Like I I can't stand him, dude. And I was so fucking happy. That Brooklyn beat the shit out of them. I was so fucking happy, man. Even though Kyrie's a weird dude, he can still fucking ball. And I love the fact that Kyrie Irving came out, clamped that man up, dropped some buckets on him, and beat the shit out of the Sixers, dude. And KD just showed why. Like, there's levels to this shit. And you know what? Shout out to us, Max. Yes, shout out to us. We've been saying it. Shout out to the Sabonis video. 
when it comes down to late game, we don't like how MB kind of handles it. Like when it comes down to like the fourth quarter, I don't like the shot selection that MB takes. And it's just decision-making in a whole. And combi- combining that with James Harden, <laughs> I think it's just a big-ass, it's a fucking shit fest, bro. Like, I, I don't know what they're going to do in the fourth quarter. They, they really don't have a closer. And I know everyone thought Harden would come in, but tell me, when has Harden ever stepped up in a big game? And I think we've done the Harden yeah. and big game thing, whether it's Kawhi Leonard lists Spurs and he, he vanishes two for ten or whatever it is. I was happy. I don't like the Nets particularly. I love KD. I like Kyrie, but I don't really love their team. I I was rooting for the Sixers before the trade because I was like, damn, you know, they're fun. They got Maxi. They got um, Seth Curry having the best year of his life. But, dude, the Nets came out. Like you said, I don't want to overreact to one game because they've looked pretty good. But they came out, and it was kind of alarming. It's like, y'all supposed to play a little up. Like, it's cool if you lose that game by 10 points. It's cool if you lose that game by 8 points, 2 points. KD you can't Kyrie, go out there. KD and Kyrie came out with playoff intensity. Yeah, you can't go out Off there bat. and get your ass kicked for three quarters, bro. And then your best player pouting, looking out of shape, typical James Harden. Or not your best player, but the guy you traded for who's going to change everything out yeah. there pouting, taking shitty shots, not getting the job done. And yeah. I know people, are, like you said in the other video we're talking about with Amari Cooper. Shout out to that video. Y'all should watch it with the um, NFL free agency. There's going to be guys like, look at his stats. Look at Harden's stats. He yeah. averages 37 a game. In the playoffs, man, this dude vanishes. Every fucking year he's quit on his team. Not quit. Every year when it's, it's when the chips are down, he's kind of vanishing. Nowhere to be When they found. came back. I would Clippers. argue, Max. I would argue, Max. Paul George has a better reputation than James Harden. Playoff That's J and playoff P, man. Two, two P's in a pod, I guess. But no, I'm <laughs> serious. Like Even when they came back against the Clippers, 3-1. That fool's on the bench. Biggest fucking playoff moment of your life. Your team stepped up without you, the superstar. Imagine yep. saying, man, Michael Jordan's on the bench. His team came back without him. That never. No one could ever imagine that. Kobe, never. LeBron. No, that's not what happens. It's just when you combine two guys who don't really have a track record of getting it done. Like, to me, Jimmy Butler's a better fit with Joel Embiid. I have trust Jimmy Butler more in the clutch than I do James Harden. They haven't had a closer since, and it's not a coincidence that that's the closest they got was when they had Jimmy Butler. And look, Embiid, I'm not saying Embiid doesn't shy away from the from the spotlight, and I'm not saying he has bad games. Like, his track record as far as, like, big games, he hasn't done terrible. It hasn't been, like, James Harden-like. But in the regular season and in the playoffs, when it comes down to slowing down the game, like, for instance, with the Lakers, like with Shaq, to slow down the game. Like, big man fucking closed it out at times if Kobe wasn't hitting his shot. And, and it, beat, it just seemed like the Nets have had a, a game plan for kicking their ass. Like, KD said some shit post-game about I'm sure everyone talked. It's been the talk of the town. Everyone's reported. He was talking shit about their defense, and he was right. They got run off yeah. the court. Matthias Thibel can't guard five people by himself. Yeah, the and everyone leaves them open because he can't shoot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's four on five, and then it's – Five on zero on the other end. You need to get your act together for big games. I don't care if you beat Detroit by five. I don't care if you beat the Hawks by 10. Beat the Knicks by 20. No one cares. Knicks by Exactly. I need you guys to step up. And for the Nets, doesn't matter. They're an AC. No one wants to see them. 
If I'm the Heat, I don't want to see the Nets at all in the first round. They got arguably the best player in the world, man, and it's still Correct. KD. It's like you said, like we said about LeBron. It doesn't matter who the team is. You have the best player, and you have another top 15 player in Kyrie. And it looks like Kyrie's going to get to play the majority of the game because they're going to be on the road every effing round. So that's probably <laughs> a good thing for them. And that's so stupid, man. Just on a side note, it's so dumb how this whole situation with that. It is. It's just really dumb. It really is. It is. Where to next one? Uh, let's talk about the Bucks. They've been getting hot lately. Were you close to jumping off the ship with no, the Bucks? No, it's just this is a flip the switch team. When the when they need to, they'll flip it, and that's what they're gonna do. That's really all I have to say about them. Giannis might win the MVP. He's been amazing. I loved him. I love his attitude. I love the Bucks. They got Brook Lopez back. Let them just flip the switch. They have nothing to play for. They've done it all. They've gone on the road. They know what it takes to win a championship. And they're second in the East. Not like they're playing like a team that sucks. Right. Let's talk about two more teams, and we'll we'll, we'll let you guys go. I want to talk about the Heat, and then we'll finish off with the Celtics, who are really interesting. Ooh, I like that. That's what the teams I was going to pick. What you got to say about the Heat? Should we talk about Heat culture? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it really is, though. It's a collection of guys like Bam has missed games. Jimmy Butler barely plays. Uh, Kyle Lowry barely plays. Like, as a collection, they just have a lot of guys that can just flat out play. Like, Tyler Harrell's been having a good year back on track. Um, they got I'm a Depot cur- back one. They got Duncan yeah. Robinson, Max Struss, Gabe Vincent. They got guys who are good. Right. The only thing I'm a little worried about with them one is – do you see a star? Like, do you think this team can win by committee like they did the bubble? And mm-hmm. I know they're number one in the East. D- don't Do they have any, like, little bit of reminiscence of those Hawk teams that had four All-Stars and just got whooped? And I a get LeBron's bit. not there. Yeah. No, a little bit. The only, the only thing I really do like is that even though they don't have a superstar and people get, people get mis, you know, misunderstood with Jimmy Butler. Because Jimmy Butler at one point, you know, when he made the finals, everyone was like, Jimmy. I mean, I was a prisoner of the moment. I love Jimmy. I've always been saying Jimmy. But the one thing that's different about Jimmy, he's not so like a superstar. He's just one of the best closers we've had in the NBA. Like, he just knows how to close out games. He's good at making big shots. So that's really the only hope for them. The only problem with that, he's not the most healthiest dude. And I think the Heat know that, which is a reason why he doesn't play as much. Like, he doesn't play that many minutes. The Heat are like, bro, we don't want you to get hurt. You're a fucking, you're so injury prone. Well, I think that's their team, though, too, with Bam. Like, Butler's only played in 47 games this year. And he's been really good when he plays. Yeah. And I I will say this one. I don't know if he's one of the best closers we've had, but when it's it just seems like in a big game, Jimmy He's Butler there. plays good in. He's there. Yeah. He'll make a winning play. It's like, man, I'll block the shot, dive on the floor, right. get the loose ball. No. That's what I have faith in. But, oh, uh, man, you know, how are the other guys going to show up? They have a lot of vets, man. Kyle Lowry, like, am I going to get the Toronto Kyle Lowry? Like, let's see how long he's, he, he winds up uh, fitting in. But... <sighs> Too tough to tell. The East is so fucking competitive, bro. The East is like we're talking Brooklyn, and I know they've been sucking, 
you know, with KD out and all the injuries, it's just crazy that Brooklyn's going to be an eight seed. This is the deepest we've seen the East in fucking years, bro. And it, it's, I, it's great. It's to really see. like the West of old where it's, yeah. you have like a bunch of 50 win teams. I know there's no 50 win teams. Like I understand that, but just in the level of like of talent and injuries, it's like, wow, the Raptors are the seventh seed. Who the F wants to play them in the first round either? Yeah. It's the crazy. Max. Like, Damn. We have to deal with them. I'd rather play Cleveland. Like I'd rather yeah. be the three seed and play Cleveland right now. No shots at them. They've had a hell of a year themselves. Yeah. But for teams like the Heat, the first seed, it looks great. They've had a hell of a year. They do it by committee. They play hard. But you don't want to play the Nets in round one. And I would say the no. Heat season so far has been an A+. They've been great with the injuries yeah. they've dealt with, with the guy they added in Kyle Lowry. If they can get anything out of Oladipo one, that's a wild card for them too. And Fuck it's kind of yeah. nice to have wild cards sometimes. Yeah, yeah. The East is competitive, bro. Uh, speaking of the East, a team that has caught fire and probably has benefited the most out of the trade deadline, the Boston Celtics. What has changed from the All Star break, basically, and a little bit past the trade deadline? Well, they had a new coach to start the year. And sometimes it doesn't just click after five games. Remember the 2013 heat with LeBron, Bosch, and Wade? Yeah. Started out nine and eight. Everyone's calling to fire Eric Spolstra, get Pat Riley. Yeah. Sometimes it just takes players to buy in, and they made a trade for Derek White. That's just worked beautifully. They traded for Al Horford again, who's been great. Marcus Martin. He has been fucking phenomenal, bro. Gosh. (laughs) Oklahoma City is just a place where people resurrect their careers, I guess, or something. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe it was that really long off season he had where he got to take 10 months off. But Man, no, it's, it's just true. They play hard on defense. This isn't an offensive team. They're the number and one I defense think... in the league. And they have Robert Williams, who's fun as hell, who's going to yeah. jump and try to get every shot and probably going to break his back the way he skies up there with reckless abandon. I hope not. But and they're I just fun, I'm... dude. I hate the Celtics. I hate them. Yeah, fuck the Celtics. But They're a, a good I'm... team. I don't know the... if they're championship bound or contenders. They have a top five talent in jason tatum jalen brown's been okay now you guys take that back he's been good jalen brown but i'm really still good. waiting for him to get a little bit better i don't know I, he always kind of leaves me wanting more one yeah on the on another point on jason tatum i think a big reason why they've had success is that it's rare that your best player is also great on offense and fucking great on defense but you wouldn't like, have said that though last year about him. But he still has the effort though. No, I'm saying though, like that's how he's grown. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna try to lock people. Like up he's grown that part of his game. I exactly. Yeah, that was that's exactly right. And I wouldn't have bet on that starting the year. Yeah. And he's he's done a 180, bro. Like he's he's a two way player. He's basically like Jalen Brown on defense last year. What did you Having say? Having those two guys makes it really fun for defending. Like, damn, and throwing Marcus Martin, Derek White. Number this one is a in good defense. team. I think they're just missing something. One, they're just missing like one more guy who can kind of get a bucket. And maybe it's Jalen okay. Brown stepping up in the playoffs that'll like propel yeah. them. But they're not. They're not going to be fun to play. They're the fifth seed, and I feel bad for the Bulls who had a hell of a year but just can't stay healthy. Yeah, injuries have plagued them, man. It seems like they're getting hot at the right time, the Celtics. Yeah, they like I thought the Celtics were dead in the water, dude. And all of a sudden they come fucking storming back. 
it really was that trade with with San Antonio. I feel like them getting Derek White was huge. Like it just that and solidifying with Marcus Smart. Because you know, with that whole thing in the beginning of the year with Marcus Smart talking shit about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, talking about guys are just, you know, getting their shots on their own. Yeah, and everyone's saying they need a point guard. They need a point guard. Right. Marcus Smart's like, hey, I played point guard in college at Oklahoma yeah. State. I can do this. No problem. No. Yeah, shout out to Marcus Smart, man. He's he's been playing very well right now. But Celtics are like that that whole conference, dude. I would not be surprised. I'm gonna name them off right now. Brooklyn, even Cleveland, Chicago, Boston, um, Philly. Who's another East? Who am I forgetting? The Hawks, Atlanta. Um, all all these teams. Would you be surprised that any of those teams are in the conference finals? No, honestly, no. Even Toronto. Would you be shocked that Toronto's in there? They'd probably be the team I'd be most shocked by, but I wouldn't be yeah. like, damn, like this is unbelievable. Right. And the Hawks, like, what the Hawks went there last year. Yeah. <laughs> they just can't get their shit together, man. I would say, I would say this, Max. I don't think the East has been this good ever. I think this is the best it has ever been in NBA history. As, as far as I can remember. I mean, you can even draw back to the 90s. Isn't that a big fucking thing in the 90s with Michael Jordan? The East was weak. I'm like Rolodexing all the years of just teams in the East. And it it seemed like there'd be teams that would pop up like Indiana, Atlanta back in the day, the Celtics for a few years. But it's never been like, damn, these teams are always good. Like the Warriors have been good for 10 years, basically. You throw out away like one year. Spurs were good for 20 years. Lakers were good for – God, oh, that's an old <laughs> team though. I'm not talking about this shit team. I'm not talking about this shit team. They were good for a long time, but I agree with you. This team, the division is really talented, top to bottom. Dude, the Knicks, as bad as they've been, they still have talent. Yeah, Knicks fucking suck this year on the side. I I agree, I agree, but they still have good play. Like they have Barrett. They have no, Randall. yeah, yeah. Uh, before we go, we got about three minutes here. We'll make it make it about 40 minutes please tell me have you watched the hbo special on that i shit just team? finished the second episode with my dad right now they're doing my man jerry west dirty but i love the show so far it's been great i like the guy that i love it too. Play magic he looks just like magic he's like has the persona and i love the guy i love john c riley playing jerry bus jerry bus yeah i i need to see episode two after this i'm gonna be oh watching it. man Yo, yeah. Jerry, but uh, J- uh, Jerry West, bro, savage. I didn't know he was like that when they. I don't think he is. Episode. I don't think he's. You don't think- I, it is a dramatization. I don't think Jerry West right. is really that big a drunk. Yeah, it caught me off guard. I was just like, man, like they played Jerry fucking crazy, man. But I, I'm loving episode one. Uh, I'm glad that you're watching it too, man. I'm I'm happy to you know whenever we talk NBA, we should do a little little hbo update on that man because it's yeah. a Let great series episode two i can't believe you ever you're not caught up yet yeah well usually you know i'm i'm kind of busy on sundays most of the time oh yeah and so you I haven't want... used my hbo go right no so. i'm not using it <laughs> <laughs> oh man shout out to the shit team bro uh if you guys don't know what we're talking what, what's the show called uh winning time 
winning time. If you guys are are the fan of the team that sucks right now, that starts with an L, go ahead and watch that. Because that's HBO, all they take man. is I L's. I know. Go ahead and watch the glory days, all right, when we're actually good. All right. Great, great series. Okay. But uh, that's going to do it for today's episode, guys. If you guys are new to the channel, as always, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Comment down below. What do you guys think? What team that you guys see coming out of the West or the Eastern Conference? Are we wrong? Are we out of our mind? Are we spot on? Comment down below whatever you guys want. We greatly appreciate it. Audio listeners, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys get your podcast, hit that subscribe button slash follow button on there. Five-star rate us. And if you guys are already doing that, don't turn off the video. Get your ass to a computer or on your phone. Unsubscribe, resubscribe. Don't be a bucket though. Resubscribe. Don't be a person that sucks. Don't be Don't a be person a... that forgets I'm to resubscribe. Up an L for the people who are listening, an L with my fingers because that's all my team takes right now. Oh my god! All right, we'll see you guys in the next one, guys. Peace. Thank <music> you.